0: cphi festival of pharma the world's largest virtual gathering for the pharmaceutical industry on each day of the event we'll bring you a fresh podcast tackling the industry topics from drug development to 3d printing alongside lessons for today's pharma leaders Hello and welcome to
1: the CPHI podcast, part of our Festival of Pharma virtual event, where we bring into sharp focus the current issues affecting the global pharmaceutical supply chain. I'm Gareth Carpenter, Pharma Editor at Informer Markets. And in today's podcast, we're going to take a look at the use of 3D printing in pharmaceutical manufacturing. Now, the pharmaceutical industry is shifting from volume to value. It's addressing smaller patient populations and rare diseases, and 3D printing technologies have a transformational role to play. However, 3DP comprises an array of diverse additive manufacturing technologies, of which only some can be adapted for use in pharmaceutics. So the application of these novel technologies into the clinical pharmacy is going to make it necessary to evaluate, develop and adjust them to the high quality standards demanded and regulated by the pharmaceutical industry and that's going to lead to new challenges and opportunities.
0: The CPHI Festival of Pharma, the world's largest virtual gathering for the pharmaceutical industry.
1: I'm delighted to say I'm joined by Alvaro Goyanes, co-founder and director of development at specialist biotech company, Fabrics. And he's going to shed some light on what 3D printing can offer the pharma industry. So first of all, Alvaro, welcome. Thank you, Gareth, for the invitation. So Alvaro, your company, Fabrics, it's obviously very much involved in this field, having released the first pharmaceutical 3D printer for the manufacture of personalized medicines. So just to kick off, could you tell us what you see as the real benefits of
2: 3D printing of pharmaceuticals over standard manufacturing techniques? The clear advantage of 3D printing is personalization. In 3D printing, you have a equipment that is the printer that is controlled with a software. So it's very easily with just changing some parameters in the software to change completely the formulation, the tablet that you are printing. So you can change the dose, you can change the shape, you can make the tablets more acceptable for the patients. It's possible to combine different drugs in one tablet. So the main point is personalization. It's an automatic system that allows you to create personalized dose medicines and personalized tablets for the patients.
1: So it seems that the um technology is very well suited to low-volume, customized and personalized medicines that may require specific dosage, release, pill size and shape, etc. Does it have potential to be used in the production of more high-volume, mass-market pharmaceutical products?
2: Yeah. Actually, the first drug that was approved by the FDA in 2015 was a medicine that's called Espritam from a company called Apricia that is produced in mass manufacturing. So it's a medicine that is produced with four dose strength and it's not personalized medicine, it's for mass manufacturing. So 3D printing can be adapted for mass manufacturing, but maybe it's not so competitive compared to normal tableting. And I think that personalization could add extra value instead of mass manufacturing.
1: Now, obviously, for any kind of market, um, any kind of product, demand is key. First of all, Alvaro, do you see demand for 3D printing of pharmaceuticals growing in the future? I presume you do. How can developers of this technology convince healthcare providers that it's suitable and safe to use for the manufacture of very complex personalised medicine?
2: I think there is a demand, and now in research, 3D printing of medicines is a hot topic in the pharmaceutical field. There are many publications starting from 2014 with approval of Espritam, and many companies are starting to be really interested in investing money in 3D printing, so I think there is a demand and also because the personalized medicine is growing. So there is actually a need for a personalized automatic system to produce these medicines. And I I think the best way to prove that the medicines are safe is to show evidence and have clinical studies and prove that uh, it's very well accepted by patients, that it's uh, cheap. Obviously, it's not cheaper than tableting, where the cost of a normal tablet is is very low, but it's cheaper compared to preparing a personalized medicine by hand using compounding systems in a hospital or a pharmacy. So this is cheaper than that. And taking into account the added value of this type of medicines for the healthcare in general, it would be cheaper system.
1: And obviously, any kind of safety considerations, you have to think about the regulatory aspect. So there has been some comments that there is a slight lack of government regulations around 3D printing drugs. What kind of regulation do you think the industry should have you know, around the use of this technology in healthcare?
2: There is a lack of regulation, that's true because we are somehow moving from having centralized facility for the production of drugs to have small facilities to prepare the last step of the printing process. So this is not something that the regulation include that. But I don't think it's a problem, the regulation, because it's very easy to meet with the authorities and have informal discussions, and they are very willing to know about this new technology And I assume in one or two or three years, we will have some regulation about which parameters we need to keep under control to be sure and assure the safety of these medicines. Ideally, I would like to think that we have conversations, for example, with the MHRA, that is like the FDA in UK and they were very open and they were very excited about this technology. I think there is not going to be a problem in the regulation, but obviously it depends on how the regulations are going to evolve.
0: SoftyGel by Procaps is a leading provider of contract development and manufacturing services in soft gel advanced technologies. Through our extensive capabilities and deep expertise, we help companies around the world bring innovative products to their markets faster, whilst offering their patients and consumers an exceptional experience. Our advanced delivery technologies, including SoftyGel gel and related technologies, has enabled us to become an integrated CDMO, giving customers a full turnkey solution in prescription drugs, OTC and dietary supplements, across both development and delivery. To discover more about Gel by Procaps, visit www.softygel.com.
1: Another key consideration is money. If you're a hospital, I mean, what kind of cost savings can you realistically hope to achieve via 3D printed? products and manufacturing?
2: Well, if we compare it to a standard tablet, obviously the cost of producing a tablet by 3D printing is slightly higher because the printing time is longer compared to the production time of a normal tablet. But if you compare 3D printing to compounding, that is many times done in hospitals or pharmacies to create personalized medicines, or especially for children, pediatric medicines. The savings are great because you don't need a dedicated personnel working on on getting manually these formulations. So you can have equipment there that you just select some parameters, introduce the cartridge with the ink, and you print the final tablet. It's much faster and cheaper in terms of personnel.
1: So Alvaro, I can see that this is a real passion for you. And obviously, with any new technology, it's very difficult to keep up to date with all the advancements that are happening. can I just ask you, what is it that you're really most excited about when it comes to the uh, you know, any recent advances in the uh, 3D printing
2: arena? As you say, it's very difficult to select only one because, as I said, there are many research groups doing 3D printing or doing amazing things with uh, printers. And there are new materials that are used that avoid some problems that we had in the past about the degradation of drugs we came for example to the market this new pharmaceutical printer the medimaker and we are very happy with this one because it's the first printer especially designed to print in hospitals and also with the software because before that to print medicines you need to know about 3d printing design and software right now it's just you select the dose and you print the dose. So you need a validated process inside the software, but you don't need to know a lot about 3D printing. So it's good because it's easier for pharmacists to use 3D printing. And I think we should move in that line. There is also the use of artificial intelligence that is starting to be used in 3D printing to predict how the, the medicines are going to behave and how it's going to be the release of the drug from these medicines. And that's amazing as well, because artificial intelligence is also a hot topic. So the combination of 3D printing that uses software to produce these tablets and artificial intelligence could be a perfect match and boost the use of 3D printing in the future.
1: Are there any particular disease areas where you foresee good growth prospects for, for 3D printed drugs?
2: We are focusing rare diseases because there are many rare diseases. Obviously, these rare diseases have low number of cases or patients, but there are many rare diseases. I think 3D printing could be very useful in these cases where you can get better medications for these patients that sometimes big pharma companies cannot provide a centralized solution. So 3D printing could be the best option for them to prepare medicines in small hospitals uh, close to the patients. There are some hospitals that are referenced for diseases. So we are quite focused on that. And also for pediatric medication, because in pediatric medication, obviously the dose changes depending on the weight of the patients, on the age of the patients. So this change in the dose is very suitable as well for 3D printing. We are focused mainly on that. And obviously we are open to explore other options like narrow therapeutic index drugs and everything. Also, I don't mention here is for medical devices, the drug is medical devices, 3D printing can be used for that. But I think this interview, we are more focused on oral formulations.
1: So finally, Alvaro, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit and ask you to get your crystal ball out. How do you see the use of 3D printing for pharmaceuticals evolving in the near future,
2: say in the next five to 10 years? I'm very optimistic, I would say, but I like to compare the 3D printing and our 3D printer machine like an espresso machine for coffee. So ideally, I would like to see that 3D printer is equipment that you have in a hospital that when you need to produce or to prepare some medicines, you select the ink that can be in small pods or in filaments or as a powder, you insert this ink with the medicine inside in the printer you select the right dose and the printer automatically prepares the medicine for this patient that could be now at the beginning we are using only one drug but could be in the future that you can combine more than one drug in the same tablet so i would see this like an automatic process that is going to be like routine process for everyone in the future i would like to compare it to the nespresso coffee machine because now it's quite common to have a coffee and you don't need to boil water, you don't need to prepare, the grind the, the coffee or something like that. You just put your pots there and you get your coffee. We are working in something similar for medicines in the future.
1: Let's hope that you know maybe we'll have a load of cafes bringing up producing 3D printed products <laughs> for the healthcare industry to enjoy. Alvaro, thank you very much indeed. It's been an absolute pleasure and we really appreciate the insights you've shared with us today.
2: Thank you, Gareth.
1: That's all from today's CPHI podcast as part of our Festival of Pharma, bringing
0: you the global pharma industry to your doorstep. Thank you. The CPHI Festival of Pharma, the world's largest virtual gathering for the pharmaceutical industry.